0: Folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hole, buddy. Ho! Hey, everybody, it's Cora Pondex here with your buddy. It's me, it's me, it's Bob Fickety. Yeah, and today on the Small Package Show, John Cena is being sued. But by who? Oh, man, Finn Balor is totally over all this. Drama. The NXT women are dominating the Raw and SmackDown women's rosters. For
1: better or worse.
0: And today is episode what? It's our favorite number. 69, dude! All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Hit it with it, Bob.
1: Small Package. I'm doing good. I kinda' gonna, gonna be rushing through this show because my parents are literally in an airplane Ooh, landing in nice. probably like half hour, Hell maybe yeah. a little less.
0: Bill and Mary come to get wide in New York. Go wild oh, in oh, New York Oh that's weird. Look plans on the itinerary for
1: for them while they're how long are they here? Uh they leave Monday afternoon. a couple days in. Yeah. A couple days to go crazy. uh uh-huh. Um immediately we're going to get Shabu Shabu for so dinner nice. tonight. And flushing what I also refer to as fucking Queens. Fucking queens Because it, this is not meant in any disrespect to anyone out there. Sure. It's just like with all due respect. You have to you have to haul your you have to haul yourself out to Queens, mm-hmm. but then there's fucking Queens, which is just a distance. You know, right. it's it's not meant to be insulting or anything. So I just refer to like Far deep Queens As fucking Queens Hey fair enough man It's funny It's fun as a joke Anyway Um Oh
0: man I just got back from Cincinnati too Yeah nice You've to had be. a trip and a half Nice to be back Um You know it's, it's good to be back in New York Where I'm You know Calm My life is back to normal crazy hectic in cincinnati but it was very nice seeing everybody and uh you know uh, it was definitely definitely a good time uh made made a lot of new friends at this friendsgiving party um mm-hmm. that my buddies mm-hmm. brandon finn Michaela, and katie invited me to mm-hmm. uh shout out to to all of those guys uh-huh fans um, of the show and it was nice because when I walked in, when I was on my way to the place, I was like freaking out because I'm like, hey man, I'm talking to Brandon, I'm like, uh, how fancy do I need to be dressed up? Like, are people gonna be in like really nice clothes? Like, you know, a stag- I'm imagining not suits, but maybe like nice polo and slacks kind of thing. And he was like, well, what are you wearing right now? And I was like, well, a, a 1999 Mankind Have a Nice Day shirt and a pair of, of new blue jeans. goes, oh, that'll be great And I walk in the front door And uh And immediately was greeted by Other people in wrestling shirts and this guy Named Wes, uh, Wes Hedger Who comes up and he's like, yo, too sweet Bro, that shirt's awesome So, I knew immediately, I was like I've come to the right place for My third Thanksgiving meal Of this trip Uh, shout out to Wes New friend of the show, if you're listening Wes. um And uh, had a really good time in Cincinnati. Although I I will say, like I said, glad to be back now so that I can resume eating healthier again. I Ah. was hitting all my Cincinnati bucket list items, eating nothing but like chili and like greasy sandwiches, Mm -hmm. and then three freaking Thanksgiving dinners while I was Mm -hmm. there. So my weight loss has sort of probably like circled back for for a hot minute. I got to make up some progress. But anyway, Raw and SmackDown happened this week and I saw none of it because I was in Cincinnati and my uncle, fun fact, uh, he has cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a TV. Mm-hmm. He has the Local 4.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has Fox News. Yeah. It's to be expected, Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got two different hunting channels. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The History Channel mm-hmm. and then FXX. Okay. Which, oh, and also ESPN, but only because ESPN and the Hunting Channel were bundled. Okay. And it was weird because I was like, okay, Hunting Channel, Hunting Channel, Fox News, ESPN, all according to the playbook. History Channel, all right. He's into like the aliens shit on history. And then I was like, FXX, that's a weird one, especially since whatever cable plan he got, he got to pick his channels. I was like, how did FXX get on this list? And he was like man, you ever heard of this show called it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he was like, that is the funniest fucking show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> also. I don't know if I told you this, but did I tell you, he hunts from his living room. No, I have photos. I'm not sharing them on social media. Cause I'm not trying to like embarrass him, but this was maybe the most ingenious and also kind of lazy, but kind of just fucking brilliant. And I can't even be mad at it. Uh, I know I took a video of it somewhere of him, he of him shooting his shotgun out of his window, but his, his, his living room window pops out and he just has like, you know, those triangular hunting chairs like the hunters sometimes bring out to the woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, he just has two of those in his living room and he has like a crossbow or two on, on like a, almost like a tripod. Mm -hmm. Uh, and with scopes and everything, but he also has a shotgun. And his main window pops out, but his side ones also slide in. This is a photo of him shooting the shotgun out the window.
1: See, I don't want to show this to my uncle Rick because he would immediately try, do to, that do to, try to do house. it
0: it's actually kind of like I said in jeans he's got it for him and his buddy his hunting buddy uh-huh. and then there's like his his backyard in fairness is not like it's just like a regular backyard it goes to the woods sure
1: yeah uh, so it's it not like he's shooting valley.
0: at a school but you can see the crossbow off to the side in this one and he's just shooting a shotgun out the fucking window at a deer and I was just like Jesus Christ man I was like and he was like, you know, he's like, it's a, uh, it's great because he's like, you know, I get all the excitement of hunting, but with all the comforts of home. And I was just like, fucking a, man, like, what am I supposed to say? That's uh, that's pretty slick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm like, have you ever caught anything outside the one? He's like, yeah. And he showed me a new, uh, a- set of antlers off of a buck that he was like, shot it from literally right here. I put out the d- the deer feed out there and like lured it out into the yard was really patient and got him right in the fucking neck with the with the crossbow I was like Jesus Christ I was like that's insane yep then I just walked down the stairs walked around to the backyard took him to the garage cleaned him up went right back to hunting out the window I was like all right dude Cincinnati we go hard sorry that's enough of the uh, non-wrestling but uh anyway from what I heard Uh-huh. Ron SmackDown right. They're okay. They weren't bad.
1: They were okay. They weren't great. There's a couple things that are important that happened, okay. but nothing major. Uh and the news that ties in also has some interesting things that are happening. Sure. Anyway. It Let's starts look. with Reigns in off. the ring and he's like kind of over as a face. I don't know. It's weird. They were they were they were a lot of a lot of pops and not that money booze for him tonight unless they were just fucking dubbing in audio or something. But Okay. Anyway, um he gets in a scuffle with Elias for the belt, so that's set for the main event. Or at least later tonight. I don't remember. Okay. Um, then it's, uh, it starts with. Then Seth comes out and says that Seamus is on his annual Irish sabbatical. You know that. Yeah. And, uh, Dean is on his honeymoon. So they both weren't there. So Seth and Cesaro get in a fight. Okay. Which continues their never ending fucking feud. Sure. Between those four men. Um,. Then Seth and Cesaro fight, and that's a really good match. Okay. Um, it's, uh, Seth does this pretty awesome part where he uh, jumps for a crossbody, mm-hmm. and Cesaro catches him and then turns it into a backbreaker. Uh, very solid uh, move from showing Cesaro's definitely not too hurt from his mm-hmm. teeth injury. Right. Uh, Seth gets the win. Uh, they still don't have a name for his dumb finisher. It's Isn't, uh, it, isn't it the every same? Every time thing as he the does it. I mean, every time he does it, uh, it's just Cole going, nee! and, knee! And then it's fo- usually followed up by Corey saying something like, he wound him up and hit him hard or something. All right. And so I don't think I've ever heard. An official name from the commentary team about that dumb move that never looks great. I,
0: I think it's just the same thing as as Kenny Omega's V trigger.
1: I mean, yeah, but they're not going to call it that, right? Um. Anyway, uh, tag titles are on the line next week, uh. So I anticipate them churn- changing hands. Honestly, because then the Shield would have the titles. That would be great. Um, let's see, Samoa Joe and Titus have a match, uh, Joe submits Titus, like, almost instantly. Cool. And then Apollo runs in for the save, slash, attacks Joe, and then Joe gets the submission on him almost instantly. Cool! Um... Oh yeah, and then it was the women's segment. They they had a couple like awkward backstage little promos, but every promo is awkward in WWE these days, especially with this like you
0: were saying this rotating cast of backstage because Renee I think was also off. Yeah, obviously routine. she's on honeymoon, and so I don't know who they had, but it just sucks because it's like so there's like Dash, I, there's like Charlie who's like probably I think Charlie's probably the best of of the.
1: Yeah, Charlie at least mean? like sounds like a human being when she's talking, and like she's interested in what it is she's interviewing them yes. about. She's not and amazing, kind but she's not of bad. a personality. Then there's like, Dasha. They, none of them have personalities. I mean, even <laughs> even Renee doesn't really have a personality. Well, that's because they just don't let her have one. Sure, outside of her natural being Renee personality, but um. The other three, four, five, however fucking many. There are several. I. Not good, man. And then it was even like there were there was it was even worse on uh, Smackdown because I I even screen capped a couple of them and shared them with my wrestling coworkers being like, who mm. who is this one? <laughs> Oh, dear. And there was one of them, at least, where all of us were like, I don't know. No idea.
0: That's not good. You should have continuity. And not just continuity, but, you know, like people who resonate at least somewhat for those backstage segments. Because they used to be so important. I mean, remember when we did the live raw thing that we recorded with Nico, where Nico even said the biggest difference for him between WWE today and the WWE he watched was that he felt like more of the promos happened backstage than in the ring. Mm -hmm. And whether it was interviews or just random, Hey, we're in the locker room spots. And also the locker room spots back then didn't used to be the super hyper staged. Oh man, I'm Roman Reigns sitting on a chair, looking at my empty hands for some reason. And a shadow appears, and I stand up, and it's fucking Dean, man. And Dean's like, we are going to get him tonight, brother? And then there's a shadow behind Roman again, and it's Seth. And he goes, yeah, for the shield. And then they all three walk off in unison together. Like, a lot of stuff just feels very, like, the writers are writing beat for beat. Like, this is how the scene should play. Instead of just being like, hey, you guys are wrestlers and humans, so like, get this message across and then just sort of just sort of do it. Yeah. It's unfortunate.
1: And be yourselves and um, not yeah. say every single fucking catchphrase that we have you have to say. And...
0: All the time. But, Bob, if they didn't say the catchphrases all the time, like how, how would we know that Survivor Series is much... the one night of the year where Raw and SmackDown
1: superstars go head-to-head in direct competition? Um, honestly, how much more over would Jason Jordan be if he didn't have to say those stupid shit lines?
0: Uh, I don't know, that's debatable. He probably would be more better received, he would be received better by the crowd for sure. I don't know if it would make him more over or not, but I will give you that that is true, that he would at least be probably doing better than he is now. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Let's finish up the recap of Raw. Yeah, so then
1: um, Sasha comes out to the ring, and then they play Bailey and Mickey's music, but neither walk out. Uh, then Paige and the NXT Chicks, a.k.a. what they are dubbing themselves, the Absolution. The, I like your name better. The NXT Chicks. With four S's. Chicks. Uh, anyway, uh absolution Paige Beckety, is cutting this promo feminist. saying that she was the actual start of the women's revolution hell yeah um this they surround is her house. they surround the ring sasha is all like are you with us or against us uh sasha is against them so they all attack uh sasha and beat her down and then it is revealed that they beat down bailey and Mickey in the back before coming out Okay then. Interesting. Um, Bray comes out, goes on a dumb Bray rant. Dumb Bray rant, man. Uh, however, okay. however, here's when. So here's when it gets interesting. Okay, Bray gets the win over Matt. Yay! And Matt is sitting in the corner of the ring for a long time. The announcers are going off about how is this the turning point for for Matt? Is this the breaking point? He starts doing breaking point insane over the top delete chance. Literally a word for word quote here I I uh, sent you. Mm. Are we witnessing the beginning of a Matt Hardy breakdown? Was what they said on commentary.
0: Hell yeah. And we, um, and we can get to the Anthem statement in the news
1: sure. in a bit. I haven't pulled up. Um. So then the Cruiserweights set up an interesting thing uh, to figure out the number one contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Fatal 4-Way matches. The winner of the Fatal 4-Way this week and the winner of the Fatal 4-Way next week. Uh, the third week have a head-to-head match. The winner of that okay. is the number one contender against Enzo. Um so it was Swan, Alexander, Nice, and Maybe maybe Naga.
0: Naga Noam be Dar. Here,
1: much I'm maybe I'm Dar, I don't know. Sure. Uh point is Rich Swan. Did gets that fourth person
0: who you couldn't remember win? No. no
1: rich swan got the win nice um so fatal four-way next week will determine which swan's opponent very cool uh reigns elias next <laughs> elias uh gets all the heat he can with a long song with the Misturage joining him uh singing um it, see here's the thing about reigns being over uh, this song went on so long that I'm pretty sure it was a We Want Roman chant filling the arena. That's insane. Which, like, I forget where they were. Tennessee, I think. Sure. So, that's I mean, a little more bit more marky down there. But sure. still, also, We Want Roman, it was, the, like, the whole thing. Unless Melter, they were turning it up. Meltzer, well, yeah, that's also true.
0: Meltzer was saying, you know, how he felt like there was a lot of We Want Roman chants. And uh, Alvarez was saying that he felt like it was more that the women and, and children drowned out the men who were just at this point kind of apathetic to chanting Roman sucks. But either way, it does seem like he's getting over. And also, let's be honest, this whole thing about hating on Roman Reigns, um, if you're hating on him because of his push, that's one thing. Because, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of shitty how it felt like they just made him invulnerable and that he was pushed to the moon with rockets strapped on him. And all of these times where it was just like, come on, do something interesting. And instead you're just doing the same damn story every week. Plus you're making him wear this fucking vest. Can we please, if you take the vest on him, I guarantee it will solve at least 15% of the problem. I, I would personally think. But the other thing is, if you're hating on Roman Reigns because you're like, oh, he can't wrestle, he can't have a match, it's like, well, that's bullshit. Factually incorrect. We watched him have an amazing match in the Prudential Center. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he put on a hell of a show. I mean, the dude can definitely work, and he can sell, and he's he's good in the ring. His mic work has improved. It's not great he's not the rock but he's better he's he's at least come a long way since suffering succotash absolutely i i i hope i really hope for his sake that that was a scripted line that they demanded he say it's
1: gotta be who else would fucking say that i don't know dude he could be a total weirdo in real life you know i mean all of his actual like interviews on radio shows and stuff make him seem like he's a chill dude man suffering second day yeah he's not going around saying that i don't know you never you don't know until
0: until you know all right anyway uh, a really
1: good match uh between roman and elias for the ic title um But, obviously, Roman gets the win. Uh, But still, really solid match. Really good showing for Elias. But then, the interesting bit uh, is, as Roman's walking away, celebrating Joe. Samoa Joe bursts out, hits him with the coquina clutch, makes him pass out. Um, So, he gets dragged away, uh, breaks free, runs back. Um, Anyway... Uh, He just annihilates Roman, and so they're definitely setting up a Joe Roman program for the IC belt, which is uh, hmm. definitely something I'm interested in.
0: Yeah, Joe, Joe Roman could be an interesting program for sure. It could definitely. That's a heavy hitting show. And obviously, I see him dropping the title to someone at some point, because at some point, Roman's going to be freed up for the feud with Lesnar at Mania. I mean, obviously, that's why everything has been building towards mm-hmm. you know the culmination of the, all of this is roman lesnar so at some point he's not going to be the ic champ
1: i imagine yeah so joe i mean how holding the ic belt into mania is a smart yeah. play Honestly, he'd win it at rumble or so
0: i hope that they let
1: roman hold it at least until rumble at least until the rumble um yeah, no, I mean, him holding it through to the Rumble is smart, and then yeah. having, and then you don't have to have sure, Roman no. and Joe in the Rumble, because, that, well, Roman was in a match and the Rumble, but... Um,
0: He's done it before. As long as they don't have him retain his IC title, and then come out
1: number 30. And then win, because he'd set up a match for the main event of WrestleMania.
0: Can they have... He won the Rumble last year, right? No, Morton.
1: No. Oh, Orton won. Oh, God, how could I forget? But he came out (laughs) at 30 last year after having a match. Right. Because he lost the U.S. belt to KO, I believe, was that story? Or to Jericho. Right. One of them.
0: Oh, my God. Dude, having him come out. It was Jericho, yeah, because
1: KO had the uh, Universal belt at the time.
0: Having... Having... Roman win for like what the third time in five years, give or take. Yeah, and then main eventing his fourth straight Mania. Yeah, I'm. I I don't think that the I don't think that's a great idea. Because here's a here's the thing: is that he's still going to be main eventing his fourth straight. I mania. think that they they want the Roman push so hard that they they're not taking a step back and looking at it like yes, rock main evented a lot of WrestleManias, and he did re- main event a couple. Like back to back ones, and same thing with Austin, and the same thing with Brett, and the same thing mm. with Sean, and the same thing with Taker, same same and the same thing with Trips, Cena. and yeah, and Cena and Trips. But here's the thing go back and look back, they didn't do it for five years in a row. No, at most, you had Rock and Cena headlining at back two. to back
1: because it was like, okay, well, because that was the feud, and that's what everyone wanted, and those are also. I think it's safe to say the two biggest WWE superstars of the past 20 years. It, most likely. I mean, I feel like there might
0: possibly be some people you could argue. I mean, Cena's
1: been out selling people's merch since he's been off TV yeah. still. So, like, like... Cena's
0: in that discussion. Taker Rock are in that discussion. Austin's in that discussion. Yeah,
1: but I'm, I said the last 20 years. Would you put Taker as the number one guy from 97? 97? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: For the last 20 years, you could easily make an argument for Taker. Last 15. I mean, straight up Taker's streak ending was front page news on ESPN.com and Sports Illustrated. So, like, I'm just saying it is a bigger deal. Although, I will say, if you're saying specifically the last, like, uh, 10? No. But then that also kinda takes Austin out of it. But Rock potentially stays in the mix a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Not so much
1: less five. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway, anyway. raw Let's wrap her up. Right, uh Asuka be Dana in less than a fucking like in three seconds, I think. It was I think I read somewhere that it was the shortest match. Uh, that did not involve a foreign object like a, it was like the fastest clean win in raw history or something really that's insane was, I that's, cause, well because the whole thing the whole was three
0: that's crazy well
1: like the whole point was like Dana was coming out and she's like I studied all of Oscar's matches and I know what her problem is she takes a long time to get going and but like once you get her going she's she's unbeatable sure so, You have to get her fast and early. Sure. And so then they hit the ring. Ding, ding, ding. Boom. She got her in the fucking Oscar lock tap out. And that was kind of the joke was she was like, I'm going to get her early. And then she gets fucking submitted in two seconds. I can't wait for the Dana Oscar feud to be over so that the Dana
0: Brooke versus future endeavors feud can start. Dude, seriously, what is going on? Maybe that's the storyline is you fight Asuka, you get fired from the company. I I just think that they need to have more enhancement talent for the women is the problem. They need to bring up some women who are there to put people over and have because it just sucks with the whole. I mean, we've gone on rants about 50-50 booking and shit before.
1: Right. Yeah. You either have 50 50 booking or you have people on the roster specifically there to take losses. Yeah. And and that's the better option because it's like when every. I get their
0: idea of, oh, but anyone could win or lose on any given night. Yeah. But like
1: you can't just have either every single WWE superstar having a squash match against a jobber. Like that can't be your whole night, sure. Every night, and then you can't have, and then, yeah. If you don't want them to be swapping wins every night, then neither neither extremes are good. Having entirely
0: only cards that are squash matches is bad. Having matches that are entirely just swapping wins is also not good. It's also not a good thing to like to have people you're trying to build up take. And obviously there are ways around it with DQ finishes and, you know, referees not seeing things, you know, Mm -hmm. dusty up the finish a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's, that's fine. But just sometimes it would do people like Finn, a world of good to just have him go in there and beat some jobber or lower mid tier guy real quick. Look strong.
1: Leave. Leave. Anyway. Anyway, um the absolution, the women come back out, they surround the ring again, uh except Oscar like does a slow walk away. They let her go. They don't attack her. Oh. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Let Oscar
1: go. Um Jason Jordan versus Kane. Uh, Kane wins via count out because of Jordan's leg injury and Kane just wrecks him post match Balor comes out to make the save uh, and then it turns into a Balor versus Kane match and Kane hits Balor with a chair and it DQs and Kane then murders Balor and then Strowman comes out to make the save and it was a rough ending to Raw I was getting tired too and I was yeah. checking out and I was like what the fuck Always good. Always good, sign. Anyway. So, is that it for Raw? That's it for Raw. Was that the end of the show? Yeah. The last match was scheduled to be Jason Jordan versus Kane. Sure. And then it gets the count out, and Kane is wrecking up Jason Jordan, and then Finn Balor comes out, and then the real main event was Finn Balor versus Kane. But then Kane gets the DQ with the chair shot, and then he's wrecking Finn, and then Finn, and then sure. Strowman comes out for the save, and then it just ends with Strowman looking strong. I'm pretty sure.
0: Hmm. All right, so that was Raw. Let's move on to SmackDown. Um. All right. What'd yeah. You, you, what, real quick before before you, I'll go into that though. But what what did you think of the card overall? How did you feel about it? Like
1: it was a. F- Fine show. It started hot, dragged at the end. Sure. I mean,
0: that's kind of a common thing with Raw. Yeah. Third hour drags a little. Although, they did, over the last month or so, have enough shows where that third hour was hot. Yeah. But I'm I'm just starting to think that they're just, like...
1: They also have to fucking drag. Because their next pay-per-view is, like, late February. mm. No. Yeah. Wait, the Rumble's not until February? Well, the next Raw pay-per-view oh. is late February. That's when the Rumble is? No! The Rumble's co-branded. Yeah, but... The, You're forgetting because that's not one of the nights that Raw and SmackDown superstars go head-to-head. Con- competition, yeah,
0: <laughs> My bad. Wait, the Rumble's the Rumble is late January. Late January. Yes. So that's the next time that those guys will be in a pay-per-view. In a pay-per-view, yes.
1: But it's yes. not a raw pay-per-view.
0: Sure. So yeah, they got to kind of come up with something to do for a while till the Rumble. Because yep. you got almost two months then to just dick off. Basically two months. That's weird. We were just complaining about there being too many pay-per-views. And now I'm like, you know, do them boys some good pay-per-view. Yeah, no, like that's why I'm expecting
1: pay-per-view. I'm expecting well like an end of December Raw Supercard. Because sure. they did that with SmackDown last year.
0: Oh wait, when is when is Raw twenty five?
1: Uh that'll be a
0: big show, I guess. We could try to get tickets to it, but I heard that they're like pay per view level prices yeah, I'm fine. for a Raw. Although you know that 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 if we got tickets to it, because it's at Barclays. If we got tickets to go to Raw twenty five, you know for a fact there'd be a a ton of of huge pop surprise returns. So, throwing that out there as an option.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Smackdown. Smackdown results. Um, Hit me with it. So, I watched this late. Um, on Wednesday, but I still watched all of it, for the most part. I think I skipped through a few matches. Um, Shane, Dan, and O'Brien aren't really mad at each other, even though they kind of should be. Um, the Usos are kind of faces now, because New Day was like coming out, and they were doing their usual shtick, throwing their cereal into the crowd. They also had pancakes, for some reason, and were throwing them around. And then... They come over to the Usos sitting at commentary and they start being really buddy buddy with them. And Big E does this creepy ass thing where he pulls down the straps of his singlet and he pulls out paper plates with pancakes on them and then pulls out some syrup. What? From his singlet. That's weird as shit. That's so weird. And then they gave them pancakes, and the Usos were fucking loving it. Like, they weren't like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, this is creepy. This is weird. This is like, I'm being healed about this. No, they, they were fucking loving it. So I feel like the Usos are kind of faces now. I guess. That's so weird. Anyway, the first match was New Day versus Gable. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Day got the win. Um, it was a decent match. I don't know why New Day gets the win over them. Um, That seems like they should be pushing Benjamin Gable right now, but whatever. Sure. Anyway, um, then comes the six-woman tag match with the Ruby Riot women, dubbed the Riot Squad, versus Naomi Charlotte Natty. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. First was the Hype Bros versus Bludgeon Bros. Oh, right. And the Hype Bros got squashed, and Mojo... Turned on Zack Ryder and like got him all pissed off and was beating him up and was like, Why do you keep doing this to us? Yada yada. The plane outside is loud, I can even hear it. It was not my parents because my mom just texted me that they landed. So wrap up soon. (laughs) But they'll they'll probably be a while. They gotta get their luggage and stuff. Anyway, um so I guess Mojo's now heel. Mm -hmm. Um so expect a mojo versus Zack Ryder feud. Because uh, that's typically what happens when mm. tag teams break up. Um, Corbin Rude feud still going on. Um, AJ Styles versus the Sing Bros. Uh, Styles hits the sixth, second rope. Styles Clash with one right. Sing onto the second Sing, who is laid out. Um, So AJ obviously gets the win with that move. Right. Um. But then Mahal attacks the Sings. Weird. Um, he was pissed off at them, because they've done nothing for him, really. Because uh, he's been on... Except win him every match. Well, not lately. What have you done for me lately, Eddie? Do you see Mahal with the strap anymore? No. no. So they haven't been helping is him. Why on him, though? All right. Well, whatever. Dude, it's on him to be a heel to be pissed off at his lackeys, because sure. that's what heels do. Sure. Also it's a way for him to get knocked back down the card because he doesn't have a shield anymore. Sure. Um So the riot squad um they start wrestling and a funny moment um ruby riot gets a couple big moves in on natty and then natty's just like okay bye and walks away making it a two on three match uh and then they set up the stairs in this they take the stairs and lean them against the barricade and then they roll naomi under them and do Mm -hmm. the thing where they grab the legs and pull back to fling the person up sure. and she goes flung up into the stairs so she got kayfabe really badly injured from that sure. um, so she's off of smackdown as is becky for getting injured last week sure. um but becky's off filming the marine six i don't becky's know he's gonna be in marine six That's yes. crazy. i don't know why um Naomi, because apparently Naomi was in Marine 5 but got killed in it, so it's not like she's going to film, but she got she's injured and off the show, so um anyway, they gang up on Charlotte and Charlotte takes the L, which is surprising, because she's champ, but it is three on one, so it is what it is uh Fashion Files did a crazy Saw parody, I have and we are to going it. to watch this live so you can get your reaction to it. I have a link here, um, but I'm just going to wrap up the show. Um, Orton KO, no DQ match, was the final match. Mm. Uh Sammy hits Orton with a chair. KO hits the frog splash and gets the pin. Right. Um, so KO gets the win, but only because of outside interference and such. Sure. Um, Anyway, you need to see the potential major implications from this fucking uh, Brizanco versus Ascension in Sod in the latest Fashion Files. Oh dear. Um, potential major implications. Okay. So. Uh, I don't know why it's not rotating, but there you go. Whatever. So. It's as loud as it can be. But it's it's really funny, and there's a, there's a couple meta jokes in there.
0: Oh my God, yeah, they guys, always forget yeah. the Ascension's aims. What in the world is this? I like how it's an iPad that's still plugged into an Apple Charger. What in the world? Oh, it's the horse. The horse is called back now. Oh, my God. Beat this dead horse so we can get out of here. This is so beautiful. Major implications. This is what we do. We sacrifice ourselves for our best friends.
1: We're not friends.
0: Oh, his hat. Okay. For we'll just a wow. Friends. Wow. Wouldn't that be some shit if that's how the Ascension were written out of WWE? That video. And then they got Future Endeavored. Wouldn't that be some shit? Although, to be honest, Future Endeavored might not be the worst thing to happen to them if that happened. Because it maybe. They were they were the best in
1: NXT, dude. They were great. Anyway, the point is, I did mean, the Ascension just great. fucking die? Like are they gone from the show? That's a good question. And you know
0: where you'll get your answers for that? Right here. No, no you won't. We don't we don't do answers. We just talk. So, uh I got some wrestling news I want to um, talk about. Um, um, um What up, dude? You done with uh, SmackDown? I thought I had something else. Oh, there, was there more for SmackDown? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Because that was,
1: that video is not. I'm sure that wasn't the end of the show, was it? No, yeah, no. Because then was uh, the Orton KO. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so that's it. That's it. We're good. Um. So yeah, let's get into this anthem comments. I got the the link pulled up here. Cool. Uh, anthem. Uh. Matt, Broken Matt Hardy in WWE is a go. It is sure. 100% happening because Anthem has just decided that they are fucking done with it all. And they're letting everyone do what their own thing.
0: It's funny because decided they're done with it all is really more like they're fucking broke and don't really have the resources to put up the fight.
1: That's part of it. Yes. Uh, I've also heard that Matt may have come up with actual documents like... Just cause he paid for everything, so sure. it's kind of his right. shit. And like even if they did try to fight it, they'd still legally lose it. Sure. And so yeah, basically here's here's their comment. We have seen the character development and or um Oh, that is not the actual comment.
0: Uh oh. I have uh, it if you need it. All right,
1: well, go for the actual comment. That's just a link saying basically that they are going to release a positive statement. And then I guess you have the actual positive statement that they released.
0: And this is on PW Insider. Um, and now, fun fact, my phone has decided... Yo, fuck PW Insider.com. This website is
1: so no PW Insider's is a terrible website. It's if so you see shitty. if you see any PW Insider Reddit links, just go to the comments because I uh, we have seen the character development. Yeah, no, TV. see, you're it's reading the same thing. Ha
0: ha ha. That is the statement from them. That's the statement from Anthem. No, they released a professional one. We where was have like, seen the, the character development and we'll be interested to see where they take the concept. Our new talent agreements all incorporate language that allow uh, talent to yes. continue to use their impact persona after they leave the company. We're working with our legal department to amend our existing agreements to extend this to all of our current and former talent. There it is. That is per Anthem's boards. Yes, which and then, I heard. I heard that Anthem doesn't even own Impact anymore, or that they never owned owned uh, owned it fully to begin with. It's so weird because the story of Impact Wrestling is just like so absolutely bizarre with twists and turns, and who owns what, and who actually is in charge here. What is this?
1: This is a video released on the Matt Hardy's official YouTube channel. Okay, dubbed "It Has Begun." It's 29 seconds long. Okay. Signor, procure my coat of battle. What? Rojo.
0: Yeah. Saline! nice so i mean it's happening it's gonna be big uh you know the 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 smarks and the indie wrestling fans are really gonna be the ones who eat this up the most obviously um but it's it's interesting to see that anthem is not gonna pursue not just him but according to their statement it sounds like anyone who uses their their characters outside yeah. which hey you know that could be big news for dudes like uh ec3 and those guys mm-hmm you know, if they eventually jump ship, absolutely. Um, Bully Ray did an interview, uh, with uh an entertainment reporter, uh, WS and uh, VN was the station, uh, and uh, he was talking about you know wrestling, his career, and his thoughts on being inducted into the Hall of Fame as the Dudley Boys. Uh, he said, "I don't care about the Hall of Fame. I get inducted into the Hall of Fame every single night. I go through the curtain." This is my Hall of Fame. It's the fans. If they're cheering, if they're booing, if they're laughing, if crying, if they're throwing tomatoes at my head, I don't care. That's the Hall of Fame to me. I don't need anything else, and I've never really needed anything else. Not that being inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame wasn't nice, or if the WWE ever wanted to induct us, that it wouldn't be nice. I don't want to be selfish about it. I know the people would enjoy that. So if that day comes, okay, cool. If the day never comes, I won't lose an ounce of sleep over it, is what he said on that. Uh, We also have the next uh, WWE 365 special announced. Yeah, AJ Styles. And that's not surprising, and it will be very cool. Um, I'm interested to see... Because the Kevin Owens one was great. Have you had a chance to watch it yet? Not yet. It is really great. I highly recommend it. uh, Unless you're a supermark, and that would upset you, then do not watch it, because it's... It is not kayfabe. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those people that gets upset when people break character, do not watch it. Uh, Sonny DeVille still working NXT live events. We're waiting to find out when DeVille and Mandy Rose will be on the Raw branded live health shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the time being, they are still working NXT events when not working Monday Night Raw itself. Uh, big news. John Cena potentially sued by, by ford. ford you're the guy from detroit so give me the scoop on this why why is ford pissed so i why guess does detroit they, hate they, the they just
1: released their 2017 uh ford gt mm-hmm. uh their supercar, supercar which i i'm a i'm a ford mark if we're keeping it wrestling oh dear uh so i think this their fucking gts are gorgeous Uh, Anyway, so they granted John Cena an exclusive Mm -hmm. opportunity to buy one, um, which he took. But apparently, in the fine print, uh, this means that he had to hold on to said car uh, for two years years minimum. Um, They wanted to have this car tied to big names so justin Verlander, of course a big detroit hero even though he doesn't even play there anymore um and a couple other people also had the opportunity to buy one um and so cena bought one and then i guess sold it Yep. So, that's a breach contract, so, I don't know. Hey, buddy, you breach your contract. But the weird thing is, Cena said he wanted to sell it to pay bills, uh, which you think, like, you know, dude is getting the biggest paydays of his life now, so. Mm-hmm. But, like I
0: said to you off-air off, off air before, man, you know, people thought that Michael Jordan was super rich from all the endorsement deals and the championships. I mean, think about that. He had some of the biggest shoe deals at that point in the history of shoes. He had so many promotions uh, out there. Oh, yeah. He was, he was in
1: movies. He was on shows. He dude, was in advertisements. In and he was- then
0: look what happened is that he, nobody, like the public didn't really know about his gambling problem and his other problems in his life. And dude squandered all his money. It happens all the time to, to sports people.
1: Dude, there's even a theory that his his leaving of basketball to go play baseball was actually because the NBA didn't want to fire him over his fucking gambling oh, right. thing. Yeah, I heard so they that. just like asked him to leave. And so then he left and then they're like, okay, it's fine enough. You can come back. And so he came back as onto the different team. The heat has
0: died down. I've heard that rumor too. That'd be crazy, right? If you get circumvented all the the fucking ethical, moral rules of betting on your sport, but just being like, just leave for long enough. That people are just happy enough that you're back that they forget to ask questions like, wasn't he betting on basketball games?
1: <laughs> anyway, right. but who knows Pete, about Johnson? Pete Rose doesn't get to go to the Hall of Fame. All right, now that's, he wasn't, now that's
0: just. I guess that, he
1: wasn't the big enough star.
0: Oh, fuck off. First off, Pete Rose did not bet against his team. He bet on his team to win while he was the manager. He said, I'm confident enough in my team that I bet they'll win. And that's the only time he bet on his team. Yes, he did bet on sports. Yes, he did bet on baseball. But the only time he bet on his team was betting that his team would win because he was confident that he was gonna win. It'd be another thing if he bet against the Reds and Tankers. I'm them. just
1: I'm just making a joke because Leave. Michael Jordan gets the pass because he's literally the greatest basketball player of all time. Pete
0: Rose is the Whereas- hit king. Pete Rose is the hit king. Sorry, you Pete Rose wasn't good up. enough. He's not, not have,
1: the Babe Ruth. You should not have brought this up with me, especially, especially. I'm, I just I'm got pointing back pointing out the double standard, I literally, the hypocrisy in the system. I literally, I'm on just, your side here. Frankly, I, I think Pete Rose should be fine, but because, as you said, he was only betting on himself. Here's the it problem. was a cocky move. You brought but, it up with somebody from Cincinnati, I agree who just got back
0: with you. Cincinnati. It doesn't matter. You <laughs> fucking fuck. I'm just back from Cincinnati. I've taken it as an insult. So we don't know if John Cena's poor as shit. We need to figure that out ASAP. He's selling these cars. Um, They're still talking about a women's Royal Rumble. It's still a rumor at this point, but who knows? He could be. So they could be putting in a women's Royal Rumble. I mean, they don't have enough. right now. I almost
1: don't want one to happen. And Are you gonna tell us why? This is not in any way, shape, or form trying to be insulting. It's going to be taken that way, and I understand that. Okay, I'm sorry. Here's why: one, mm. as you said, I don't feel think they have enough for a proper thirty man, thirty woman rumble. Okay, which they do not, and clearly. and so that means either a. They have to like start scraping Mm -hmm. or calling in favors and getting people in for one offs for this thing, which kind of devalues it, in my opinion. Sure. Or B, they have to operate on a smaller scale. And then you're putting out like what, a 20 woman rumble? They could probably do that across both, across all three brands. Okay. But now you're like, a showing that there aren't as many women because there's only gonna be twenty and b sure. like I don't know it's just it's just I feel like there's some complications there i mean it's, and and it's they fine. they might have to try to address it if they wanna do something like that
0: they definitely would have to scale it back, they would have to do it as like a fifteen or less.
1: Right and and at, then at ten that's, sounds weird. Yes, exactly. Fifteen, 15 is, is still a little small. It's doable. Yeah. Um, and then it, it's just going to get overshadowed by the men's rumble because yeah. I mean that's what everyone's there for. Sure, but that's I mean a so like, women's
0: running the bank would be overshadowed by a men's running the bank, but it's still cool to do it. Sure. And you have to start it somewhere. It's true. They could also go May Young Classic style and have NXT women compete in it. Where it's like if you win, you get that title shot. So, so by going very may have classic, just with it,
1: slingshot their way into the. I mean, but were they don't main roster or, or they don't?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, they, or, I
1: doubt they'd go that route. Or Paige wins, or somebody like that wins. They would make it Asuka, and then she'd just ride into Rumble as the undefeated. Or ride into Mania as this undefeated tank and then take the belt at Mania. Anyway.
0: um, Uh, The Singh brothers may be done with WWE. There's rumors going around that they're being written off television and that's why Mahal attacked them and that they want out. That they're tired of being being used the way they are.
1: That would suck because, I mean... Send them back down to NXT in the tag division. They're very they're, good. They're they're great wrestlers as, as the Bollywood boys. Uh, you know, just let them go back to doing their old thing. Everyone's been repackaged
0: as a WWE. They're very good. There's also talks of doing a women's elimination chamber, uh, which would be in, insane. Um, I think that'd be even crazier than the women's. Rumble. Yeah,
1: I think I'd rather see a women's elimination chamber than Rumble. Because you only got
0: to really come up with six viable people. Exactly. You can do that single brand if you have to. Mm-hmm um leo rush uh you know he was held back from some nxt events after his emma comments uh pw insider uh has just said that he's not been released there's nothing been said by wwe however his twitter account no longer has any wwe branding on it
1: yeah i mean gallows and anderson did the same thing like i think it's just people reading way too much into shit sure PW sheet reporting that
0: Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are booking a ten thousand seat venue with yes. their own money just yes. to prove that they can put a ten thousand seat show on.
1: Yeah, um, and I think Rhodes may uh, s- tweeted something like how he his dream would be if Daniel Bryan headlined it. That would be crazy. Um, so I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I read somewhere every Friday on uh, Squared Circle is this Ooh. thread zero fucks, zero fucks Friday. Yeah. Or you just post whatever you want to say. Sure. And there was one post that really summed it up really nicely where it was like, I really want the Young Bucks to succeed with their show. And I yeah. really think it's great for everybody and in the industry and everything. Right. I just want them to shut the fuck up
0: yeah fair i guess (laughs) that's fair um also uh speaking of bullet club people um so finn it doesn't look like finn balor versus brock lesnar is happening as of as of the moment and lesnar currently has no one slated to be his opponent at the rumble so uh finn has been trolling twitter constantly working the word over Into all of his tweets saying, I'm not over cooking this turkey yet
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: uh, changing his name to Finn forever, but only capitalizing over, Um, you know, little jab at WWE people feeling like he wasn't over enough to put in with Brock Lesnar. Uh That's been a pretty fun run on his Twitter. It's uh, worth checking out. I'd mentioned it at the top of the show, so I was like, I have to make sure I uh-huh. at least address it. Last couple things, and we'll get the hell out of here. I know your parents sure. are getting here soon. Uh, Jack Gallagher documentary, uh, An Extraordinary Gentleman by Figure Four Films is now out. Okay. Uh, it's a five ninety nine rental um rental on Vimeo On Demand. Uh-huh. Or you can buy it for ten ninety nine. Okay. Um Okay. There's a trailer online. Make sure to check that out. Looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. already talked about the Singh brothers mm-hmm. uh, Alberto El Patron commented on Paige's return to WWE even though they're separated at the time he said it was quote just about time for her return he's very positive and supportive which
1: good for him
0: is, is funny considering all the stuff we heard about the relationship but yes. hey uh,
1: Jim Johnston might be gone yeah this is all coming off of one like theme Theme Titan. Theme fan account. Yeah. A fan account for WWE themes. And, like, that's the only person saying it. Yeah. So, like... It's so weird. Maybe, but... If you look at that account, it
0: has a decent number of followers for an account like that. But it's like, all it is, is this is a Jim Johnston fan account. It never claims anywhere that he's actually, like, he knows him or is friends with him. Melter hasn't said shit. PW insider hasn't said shit yeah PW actual Sheet. Ryan has not said anything
1: and actual respected people haven't said anything about this it's just coming from this one fan Twitter account I don't so I don't I'd think say they would fire hold him. your fucking breath until yeah. we get any public statements but I don't
0: I don't imagine them letting go of the guy who made Kane's theme of the guy who made Stone Cold's theme. Of the guy who made Taker's theme. Uh-huh. The Rock's theme. Uh-huh. I imagine, if anything, they'll be like, look, man... Baron Corbin's new theme, fuck yeah, it's lit. Yeah, I imagine if they did let him go, it would be more of like a, hey, look, man, we really don't have a use for you around here. We're going to induct you into the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Or something like that. Sure. I don't think that they would just be like, we've released yeah, jobs." <laughs> like, it just they doesn't just make no sense. Um... But uh, also, uh, Edge and Christian Season 2 may be happening. Uh-huh. We talked about that, about now that their schedule yeah. is starting to clear up, they might come back to it. There's also another show coming to the WWE Network.
1: It was never canceled, This really the news. Exactly, that's the, the headline it's on that It's just, uh, they didn't have time for it. Uh,
0: Straight to the Source with Corey Graves is a new show coming to the network.
1: Okay. Um, he is a respected journalist, after all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... It's not really sure what the show is going to be. He started to do that Superstar Ink show, which is actually kind of cool. You can see AJ Styles yeah. that tattoo. Um. Anyway, we're not really sure what it's going to be with JBL gone. It looks like they're canceling Bring It To The Table.
1: Yeah, um, I've heard and that. One.
0: Obviously, Legends with JBL mm-hmm. is gone. Um. So I'd be interested to see what happens with that, and uh, you know, Corey Gray is great. Um, you know, he's always entertaining to me so uh we'll have to see where that goes all right dude your parents are getting in here we're almost <laughs> at an hour anyway i <laughs> say we wrap this up you can follow bob on twitter at bob Feckety. yeah you can follow me on twitter at cb point next year you can follow both of us at small package pod that's pod for podcasts on yeah. facebook you can follow us on there at small package pod we post when we go to evolve shows we're going to the all show on the ninth yeah got tickets And supposedly William Regal is going to be there. He is. And that is going to be crazy. Hey, by the way, speak of that hashtag ad real quick. If you like that uh, that kind of stuff and you want to go to Evolve shows, make sure you use promo code WRESTLE. That's promo code WRESTLE. Purchases
1: through Ticketfly. When you purchase your
0: Evolve tickets through Ticketfly to get 10% off your purchase, it helps the show.
1: It helps you. It helps Evolve. It's a win-win-win, baby. And it... uh... It applies to both the Reserve seats and the general admission there you So go. your Whatever reserve seats can drop down To like 36 bucks a piece mm-hmm. uh, From 40 and the general admission Drops down to twenty two fifty From 25
0: And it doesn't just work At the New York area shows, it will work in the Boston it area It should shows. at least It also should, hey you news, know, it should, it could work At any of all shows nationwide we It, don't know it really should it's, So make sure you try it out, promo code Russell helps us out Helps you out, helps evolve out, uh, and then make sure you hit us up on Twitter. We'll try to retweet everything, or at least to talk about it on air. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Small Package Show. Hit them with Small it, Small Package. That was a good one. For you.